Abundance flows to me when I get out of my own way. Life is so easy when I focus on what is great. I am worthy of reciprocated energy. I am worthy of a love that loves as deep as me. I am worthy of aligning with my higher self. I am worthy of desiring miracles. And hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Crazy Talk. In today's episode, I wanted to kind of piggyback off the last week's episode of radical acceptance, but today I wanted to talk about accepting our childhood trauma, accepting that we could possibly be overreacting because there's underlying traumas that's causing our brains to react in a way that we're unaware of. So when you experience childhood trauma, it's so easy to get caught up in the life that you wish you had, that you always wanted growing up. You know, it's so easy to resent your parents and hold on to that anger because they didn't, they never showed up. They never gave you the things that these other kids had. They never loved you the way these other kids' parents had. And, you know, you kind of justify it because, you know, they did do you shitty. You didn't deserve that. You do deserve those parents. Like I said last episode, like you do deserve those things you so gratefully crave. But holding on to that resentment and those negative emotions are only negatively impacting us. You know, every people, if you probably have heard this before, but we often cut our nose to spite, spite our face, cut our face to spite our nose, something like that, cut our nose to spite our face, something like that. When we are reacting and we're going off because of the pain we're in and we want that recognition, we're only hurting ourselves. When we're holding on to that trauma of our crappy parents, we're only hurting ourselves. They don't care. They're living their best life. And you know, that fucking hurts. But why keep hurting yourself? when they're out there having the time of their life. You deserve that, right? Absolutely. So this is why we're gonna accept it for what it was. We're gonna move on and we're going to be living our best life without that second thought, without a second thought, without that wishing they were there constantly in the back of our minds, holding on to that resentment, anger, and let it go. Just let it go. You deserve to live that peaceful life. You deserve it. So stop allowing them something they did 10, 20 years ago to impact you currently. Um, so with that being said, it's so easy. It's easier said than done, you know? You've packed these feelings down so far down. They're unrecognizable and often, you know, this fear of abandonment, this hurt, this pain, it masks, it often masks itself as anger. That's the common factor. Um, and with BPD, you know, some of us, we take our anger out on ourselves. Some of us take our anger out externally and take it out on others. Prob some of us 
do both. I know I, I'm definitely both. I'm big on taking it out on myself, ca calling myself out, being mean to myself. I'm my worst critic. Um, and I will get to the point where like, I'm so in my head that the only thing I can think of is to off myself because I feel unworthy, undeserving, and I feel like I'm just trash. So, but when I'm taking at to do, when I'm taking it out on other people, I'm screaming, I'm crying, I'm blaming, I'm telling them they're hurting me when really, you know, they probably just set a healthy boundary for them. And I'm triggered because my parents didn't love me the way I deserved, you know? And being aware of your symptoms, being aware of why you're reacting to a certain way is the key step to getting better. You can't fix something if you don't know what the problem is. So, you know, when people are telling us we're overreacting, we're screaming in their face, no, we're not. Because to us, that's our inner child kicking and screaming. When, when we're triggered, we're instantly gone. We're back to that six-year-old child trying to get their parents to play with them trying to get, wishing their parents showed up to their graduation, wishing their parents were there for their birthday, wishing their parents showed any type of interest to them. We're back there. And that child is then reacting in that situation. So to others, you know, these full grown adults, I mean, we are overreacting because we're acting in a childish manner. We are in that moment, a child. That's what it is. And once you recognize that, you can you can prevent that. You can acknowledge your inner child. You can talk to them. Be like, hey, it's all right. I, I got you now. And you take that moment and then you come back and you approach it and be like, hey, this hurt me. I'd appreciate it if you didn't do it again. Versus, fuck you. I hate you. I'm leaving. I can't stand this. I, no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Because then we're not getting anything across. We are not getting our message across. That's why they look at us like we're crazy because they're not, they don't understand. We're not sending a clear message. We're not properly communicating or effectively communicating. That's what we're not doing. And learning to, learning to recognize your true emotions versus what that inner child is trying to get you to feel um, and learning to effectively communicate them is key. It's so key because you can effectively communicate your pain without invalidating your feelings. Because like I said last episode, your feelings are valid. Someone did trigger that emotion and make you feel hurt. So acknowledging that and letting them be, letting, making them aware of that is the key to moving forward. So in order to recognize these, this, we have to really look within. And that's very hard to do if you're unaware of the situation because we're denying our reality. We're, in this, we're off in our delusional world where every single person we're interacting with is the problem. I can't tell. <laughs> Literally, when I was 18, I was getting sent home from work every single day. Every day. Because I... I'm, I was reacting every time. I worked at McDonald's, so people were trash overnight at that. People were extra trash at 2 a.m., okay? So 
And they already knew, if you were coming to my McDonald's, you better shut your mouth because I will. <laughs> I am coming back, okay? I was not taking anything. And I hated the fact that everybody would be like, oh, you'll grow out of that. That you'll realize that this is inappropriate, that this isn't the right way to react. And that would set me off, set me off. How are you gonna tell me? Cause to me, you're invalidating my feelings. Like you're not recognizing what they just did to me. And they're like, they didn't do anything. I mean, yeah, they were rude, but it's, they didn't stab you. They didn't, if they didn't actually hurt you, you know? So there was really no need for that. I could just say, okay, bye. I'm not taking your order. And eventually I did do that. But before, oh no, you said what, bitch? Come, come through the window, come through the window. Cause I'll fight you, motherfucker. That was me ready to fight anyone and everyone, okay? I did not discriminate. I didn't give a fuck. If you hurt me, I hurt back. Hurt people hurt people, okay? And that's why it's so important. <laughs> that's so, it's so important to do the self-work so we can stop hurting the ones we love. You know, I was, so this girl commented today. I was, you know, on social media and this girl commented on a post and said, I feel like I am um, being emotionally abusive. We are. And that's the thing you have to acknowledge and accept. Once you accept that, then you can work on yourself and change. And that's the true sign of true love. If you love someone enough, you will put in the work and change. And oftentimes with BPD or probably most mental illness, I don't know. I'm only speaking for BPD right now. For us, um, I feel like, at least for me, it takes hitting rock bottom. Um, that can be losing your favorite person or, you know, ending up in some crazy, terrible situation that you just cannot get out of because you were constantly reacting. I've been there, done that. <laughs> I hit rock bottom. And I got a special episode for y'all tomorrow. Tune in. And that's going to be all about my rock bottom. But anyways, it often takes hitting that rock bottom to really accept that you have to change. And I'm not saying like there's a problem with you, but like we can't react like this, you know? I don't want you to think that like, oh God, I this is me. I I just, I suck, I'm the worst. Like, you know, that's what our brain often does. Cause like I said, we can be our worst critic. But just because you have work to do does not mean there's something wrong with you. It means you experienced trauma, you've been through some shit, and you just need to learn how to properly deal with it. And for most of us, we were often told we weren't, we weren't allowed to feel our feelings. We weren't, um, our feelings didn't matter. You know, and that's kind of where our overreaction comes from. When we feel invalidated or that fear of abandonment or basically anytime we're triggered, we overexert our emotions. Like our emotion, well, obviously our emotions are intense, but like we are doing a little too much because like I said, that inner child is driving the car now and we're reacting as they would have, they wanted to as a kid 
but you know, our parents didn't understand that kids didn't have the emotional intelligence to maintain their emotions. Our kids, our parents didn't teach us how to effectively handle our emotions. We were just denied the reality of it. We were told it's not real. You're overreacting. You're too much. The guys, this one's for you. How many of us were told that only girls cry? You, you need to man up, toughen up, suck it up. Men don't cry. That's, that's gay. You're gay. You get made fun of. Oh, he's, he's crying. He's, he's too, he's too happy. That's, that's a little gay. And, but yet we wonder why men are so insecure with their sexuality. We wonder why gay men are so fearful to coming out. I just can't. It's just, we have, we, we're forced to hold these emotions in for so long that basically when PPD, we're just spending all this time reacting, reacting, letting these emotions overflow over. They're just overflowing and pouring out because for so long we were told it was, we weren't allowed to feel anything. So we, we bottle it up, we hold it in and then we explode. And that's why the suicide rate is so high. And I did some research and I was appalled. I am appalled. In 2022, in the United States alone, 39,255 men died from suicide. That is men alone. 39,000 in the United States, not the world, the United States, in one year. You wanna know how much the women's rate was? How many women died? And I'm not dismissing, I'm not, I'm not dismissing this number. Any life, no matter what gender you identify as, any one life is a life too many, okay? But, okay, remember, so last year, 39,255 men committed suicide and died. In that same time frame, 10,194 women committed suicide or died from suicide. That's a three to one ratio. For every one woman that kills herself, three men are out there killing themselves. Why? Because we are so often dismissed. Our feelings are dismissed. We're the provider. We are supposed to just bottle it up, deal with it, and not speak about it. We're supposed to work, provide, entertain, love, and provide everything everybody else needs without anybody ever thinking about how we feel. Because feelings are for the women. Feelings are for the sensitive. Feelings are a sign of weakness. That's what society has ingrained in us. And now we are killing ourselves. Because who can we talk to? We're so fearful that we're gonna look, be looked down upon. We're so fearful that we're gonna be made fun of, dismissed, written off. Bitch, that's, 
that's what you are if you cry, right? That's what you are if you're sad. Oh, you've worked too much. You're stressed out. You don't have any time for yourself. You stressing about finances while everybody else is having tea time. Everybody else is having the time of their life. But you, the male provider, are solely responsible to neglect your mental health, not talk about it, and not feel anything. You're not allowed to feel bad. You're not allowed to feel sad. But when you kill yourself, when you, they act surprised. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. We are not spoke, we are not talked about enough. Our feelings are not talked about enough. I get so irritated every time I just continuously see everything. She, 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 she. It's all about females <laughs> and I'm not dismissing you females. I understand your struggle. I do. I just wish there was no separation. We all have emotions. We all feel deeply. We all have feelings. All our feelings matter. Why is it? Con why is there such a separation between sexes? Why are women allowed to feel but men are not? I would love your comments, please. But so let's just work on that. Let men express their feelings. Let's tell them it's not gay. Let's tell them it's okay. It's, I just, we just need to talk about it more. And we need to do better as a society, as a whole. Um, but anyways, I got a little off topic, I think. That just, it hurts me to know that so many men are out there suffering in silence. Um, but anyways, um, so now that we've addressed what ch symptoms of childhood trauma look like and why we may have childhood trauma or why we may be experiencing these symptoms, um, let's address how we can fix it. Obviously, the acceptance is the number one. That's the topic of today. Accepting your childhood for what it was is just the number one thing. Um, like I said earlier, we dwell on these feelings which just fester and boil and, you know, they just, how can I say it? When we just sit on these emotions and we keep going back to it, keep experiencing that trauma, keep holding on to that resentment, it just ruins a person. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and boils into all this nasty. And this person just becomes a different version of who they ever thought they could be. So accepting it and just letting go is just freeing beyond expression. I, everything you wish you could be, want to be, you can. You just have to let go. Now, I'm not saying you have to forgive, nor am I saying you have to forget. That's a big misconception. Everybody wants to tell you, especially the manipulators and the gaslighters and the what do you call them? Uh, narcissistic people. They will tell you, forgive and forget. Move on. You know, move on. Yes. 
you don't have to forgive and you don't have to forget, but you do become indifferent. You just feel nothing for it. And that's the freedom of letting go. You know, I can't, I cannot express how how much relief I feel. I'm not trying to rub it in my, your face. Like, I definitely went through my shit. You can get there too. But like, letting go of the idea of who I wish my parents could be is so beyond freeing. I used to find myself being resentful and, you know, building anger because my kid was having the childhood that I wish I had. But that means I'm doing my job. That means I'm I'm the parent that I wish I had, which is like fucking a miracle because God knows I've been through it. God knows I did not have near good example to do, to do that shit, but I made it through by remembering what not to do. Thank you. That's one thing my parents did give me, taught me how not to be a parent. Um, and that's something to remember when you become a parent. Remember how you did not want to be treated as a kid. But anyways, um, acceptance. I mean, I keep saying that, but I'm going to, that's the one thing I'm going to say, because that's what this episode is about. Just accepting that shit and moving forward. Stop going back in the past, you know, and it's a lot easier said than done. And it's just, you just have to put in the work. You have to feel those feelings. You, If you'd never allow yourself to feel those feelings and you keep dismissing them, you're never going to reach acceptance. You're never going to reach that freedom, that weight lifting, full breath taking, sun beating down on your face, beautiful moment. It's literally a movie. It's literally everything. It's so, you just have to get there. You have, you have to. This is this is your moment. This is your time. No more bullshitting. No more excuses. Let's just work on ourselves to get there. So we can all be better. So we can all get better, um, set better examples. And we can end this cycle of, of abuse. That's literally the only way. The only way society is going to get better. By setting the example. Because our parents didn't do it. And these kids surely are not going to do it if we don't show them how to do it. So you need to do better for yourself so you can do better for the, so those kids can be, do better for the future. And then those kids, the next generation can be better. And it's all because of you. It's all because of us, collectively, as a whole, letting go, moving on from those negative emotions and stop feeding into the negativity and holding on to the shit our parents did to us. You know, and a lot of people like to say, oh, you know, piss me off. Stop blaming your parents for everything. Stop. It's a... Don't invalidate our feelings. Our parents were shitty and they did inflict this pain <laughs> on us. Um, and it's okay to say that. It's okay to acknowledge that. Um, it doesn't mean you're placing... It doesn't mean you're displacing your pain. It doesn't mean you're displacing your anger. Um, it just means you're accepting your reality for what it is, despite how others may think or feel, despite what your parents say, because a lot of them just deny your reality. Well, I think that's all I have for today. <laughs> um, but yeah, so tune in tomorrow. Um, the episode will be updated, uploaded. Um, let me know what you think. 
Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share to support the channel. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have the best time working on your journey. Let me know how it's going. Love you. See y'all next time. Abundance flows to me when I get out of my own way. Life is so easy when I focus on what is great. I am worthy of reciprocated energy. I am worthy of a love that loves as deep as me. I am worthy of a love.